Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. Welcome to another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It is episode 59 of Stands and Fits, presented by the Professional MBA Program at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State University. We are in the Carl Chevrolet Studios. What's up, brother? How's it going? Rare Monday recording of Stands and Fits. Indeed. Taking the place of the Football and Random Things podcast. Yes. Presented by Iowa Diamond. No Football and Random Things this week. Uh, not because, not for really any particular reason other than the fact that... Uh, Everything kind of got pushed back. Yeah. Chris and I are leaving for Kansas City tomorrow on Tuesday. And... You got just, stuff to do. Yeah. Just had stuff to get done today. I wrote three different articles today. Figured I might as well. Busy man. Yeah. Yeah. And I cleared about 150 square feet of ice out of the parking lot in my, mm-hmm. at my uh, apartment complex. It's, it's like upper 30s today, but it feels like it's 70 degrees outside. Yeah, dude. I'm wearing a t-shirt. Yeah. Like I, I brought my winter coat to work like normal and it was like, wow, I'm super overdressed. Yeah. I, I was out there in a kind of a light hoodie. Mm-hmm. doing that stuff and I was sweating <laughs> yeah so then I had to take a shower before I could come back here and mm-hmm. I was like man I'm just putting short sleeves on I'm yep. not doing this again might as well but obviously big week ahead big 12 tournament down in Kansas City Iowa State coming off of a regular season finale loss to Texas Tech at Hilton mm-hmm. Coliseum what were your overarching thoughts on the game um iowa state definitely played with more energy which i thought was good um again the 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 things that kind of bite them in the butt or have in the past few weeks kind of they were still there uh evident they they weren't the best on the perimeter defense had a few lapses in rotations and help side um but i think overall you could you could tell that the guys who were out there they they played really hard yeah i think that you i give them credit after the way Wednesday went because they came out and looked much more together than they did in that game on Wednesday. They looked like they wanted to be there. Mm. And I still don't think that they're back to that same point that they were in November or December. No, but I mean, it was a step forward. I think that (laughs) as far down as they were after Wednesday, Mm. you got to be a little happy with just any level of progress. I say, and I do think you have to give a lot of credit to Texas Tech. Texas Tech is really good. Is really good team. Yeah, I could see them easily. I think they're. I would peg them as an elite eight team minimum, and they have potential to to get to the final four, even the national championship game if they play really well. I was going to say I could see if that team is making shots. I could see where they could win the national championship. Yeah. Jarrett, Curl's, Jarrett Culver is the real deal. And if he if he goes beast mode like Kemble Walker in the NCAA tournament, then yeah. it could go far. I mean, they can just match up with like anybody, mm-hmm. you know? They play solid defense and defense, you know, travels. So. Well, and they, I mean, we, it's not like we don't th- know whether or not they could go toe-to-toe with some of the best teams in the country because yeah. they went toe-to-toe with Duke when Duke was playing about as well as they have the entire year yeah duke with zion yeah yeah and that was like right at the beginning of the season when they were just killing people mm-hmm. you know and texas tech i don't think they necessarily pushed them to the wire but it was probably about at that point it's about as close as anybody had played them yep and all yeah. i know is that if i'm uh, a, a team in the ncaa tournament i would not want to be in texas tech's like side of the bracket no they're gonna be a two seed probably right uh two or a very high three seed i would think yeah i would say they should be a two, mm-hmm. just my opinion. But um, I think they're good enough, and especially teams like Duke, who have faded kind of day here down the stretch. 
they're not going to go below a two, but you kind of got to be in the discussion. It's interesting to see what would happen with what's going to happen with Duke because when they have Zion, they're as good as anybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're the best team in the country, yeah. probably. Uh, but without him, but, they're different. But without him and without Marcus Bolden now, I mean, they, they're if they don't have those two guys, they're really missing some stuff in the front line. Yeah, that I don't know. I don't know. It'd be it'll be interesting to see how the committee kind of weighs that. Yeah, and it kind of leads us back to in a way to Iowa State too, because you saw Cameron Lard didn't get any minutes against Texas Tech, and mm -hmm. you wonder if that lowers Iowa State's overall ceiling going into the NCAA tournament too. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. I will say, I don't know how much more we're going to see of Cam this year. I don't know either. You know, I don't know if you know more than I know, but uh, no, uh, probably not. Okay. I mean, I maybe know a little bit more, but nothing like super substantial. It's, I don't think any, it's not that anything happened or anything like that, but I think that George Condit's done enough in the last couple games mm -hmm. and is in the consistency of how hard he works. I think that he's maybe proven some stuff. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He didn't have the best game against tech, but at the same time, I think he, he provides enough that you can, you can bench lard and not feel like you're losing you know, an All-American or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, well, and you always have him there. So it's not like he's yeah. like going away forever. No, it's not like no. he's off the team or anything at this no, point. No, Definitely no. But, uh, I, yeah, I do think that'll be kind of an interesting thing to to keep an eye on. They're, I mean, they might need him Thursday night, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. just to be completely honest. Well, I mean, you think about last time Iowa State went against Baylor. Well, yeah. Completely out-rebounded. That's what I'm saying. Like, of any team that they're going to play, that might be the one where they really need him the most. Yep. And... Um, I don't know. I mean, I think coming out of Saturday, so I, it was, it was crazy on Saturday morning, Chris and I were on our way to Hilton and I just had a feeling, I told him, I was like, man, I feel like they're going to play well today. And I, I thought maybe they could win. Mm -hmm. I just, I wasn't hundred percent sure. I think they would have beat just about anybody else in the league yeah. the way that they played on Saturday that like I, like I said, that team is just really freaking good. Yeah. And uh, like I'll go on record and say if Iowa State had played the same, I think they could have beat Kansas again at home with how they played. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I think they would have beat anybody else yeah, in the league on Saturday. Definitely. But the fact that they were playing against Texas Tech, I think they would even beat Kansas State. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they were playing against Texas Tech, and I think Texas Tech right now is clearly the best team in this league. Agreed. And um, I don't know. I, I thought they'd play well. And I told him, I was like, man, I think they're going to play well in this game. And I got a feeling that they're going to go to Kansas City and make a run. And, and, and now you look at the way things are shaping up. Yeah. This Baylor game, uh, obviously, it's still kind of an unknown just in the sense that they, the way that they physically dominated Iowa State those first two times, mm -hmm. you are a little weary or leery, I guess maybe would be a better way to put it. Mm -hmm. uh, but depending on if Makai Mason plays. That's which, a really big factor. Yeah. Guessing Iowa State's luck, he probably will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you kind of have to expect as an Iowa State fan that, yes, it's 95% chance that Makai Mason will suit up no matter what. Right, exactly. But if he doesn't play, I think that they'll win the game. I, uh, I will agree with you there. And then, okay, K so you get that. And then Kansas State's obviously got some questions of their own where Dean Wade, Bruce Weber said today, is basically doubtful to play the entire, in the, the in entire, the entire tournament. Yeah. yeah. And if they don't have him... uh. If they don't have him, they're still a very good team. They're still a good team, but like yeah. then you're out without two of your six best players, without Jada and without Dean Wade. It basically becomes the team that Iowa State beat in the second half in Manhattan. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And 
I think Iowa State proved that they're clearly better than that group of guys. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, what Dean Wade brings to that team, just his ability to space the floor yep. and everything. It when they lose him, like you don't. I don't trust Barry Brown as a three point shooter. He's like a twenty six percent three point shooter. Yeah, Snead can it, shoot a little bit, but he's just really streaky. It, fun it fundamentally changes how you decide to guard Kansas State when, exactly. when Dean Wade can't play. Yeah, and so if they were if they beat Baylor and then you go into a game against Kansas State, I would probably pick them to win that one too. Mm. if they didn't have Dean Wade. Yep. And then with Saturday, you, anything can at, happen at, that, at, that, at that point, it's all toss up, yeah. you know, like, and again, it, Iowa state would not be ex necessarily expecting to get that far. So again, it's all gravy at that point. Right. Yeah, exactly. No pressure if you win, dude, if you win two games in Kansas city, you beat Baylor and you beat Kansas state. I bet they play themselves back up to the sixth line. Yeah. Maybe even the five. It could be honestly. Yeah. And, and then you get a game on Saturday against probably either Kansas or Texas tech. And both teams you've beat this year. Right. And I think you would, I think they'd beat Kansas and then Texas tech. I don't know. I mean, we just got done talking about how good that they've been. Yeah. But, it'll, be, it'll be tough to beat Texas tech, but, but maybe if you give them another week and you give them a week to, mm -hmm. you know, get some more momentum, then review the film from this most recent game. Right. Then, yeah. you know, who knows at that point. And, and, you know, I was talking to my buddy Ryan Grove yesterday, uh, after we won the Ames city league title. Uh, shout out <laughs> humble brag yeah exactly <laughs> repeat uh but i told him i was like man i can already see how this is gonna go thursday everybody's gonna wake up and they're gonna be like man they're not gonna win another game all this stuff it's like i'm just ready for this season to be over spring football start and all this stuff they're gonna, out, they're gonna go out and win by 10 you know like mm. pretty not dominate but like convincingly yeah be like man maybe they got it back and then they'll play Kansas State on Friday and everybody will be like, there'll be that whole day during the day on Thursday where it's like, people are like, man, maybe, maybe this is year. Maybe again. we should go. Like, yeah. maybe we should go down there. Everyone will go down Friday. Yeah. And then Friday, <laughs> it'll be like the same thing. Everybody's like, man, maybe we should go. Maybe we should go. I don't know. I don't know. There'll, you'll get a few more people that come and then somehow they'll win in those semifinals. And then on Saturday, everybody will be back on the wagon. It's like, man, we're going to Kansas City, Hilton South tonight. Yep. Uh, and if they're playing Texas Tech, there'll be 10 Texas Tech fans there yep. and uh, in an entire arena of Iowa State fans. Mm. And it's like, it's like, it's too predictable. This is exactly how it's going to go. I, I sure hope so, man. That would be so much fun. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, it's like, I can already imagine the range of emotion that will happen yeah. like, just in the three days. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> Uh, again, like we discussed, Texas Tech in the in the fin finals would be super hard. But if Makai Mason plays, I would almost even say that this first Baylor game is the toughest game that Iowa State could even play the entire time. I think that's it's tough in the sense that they just they are such a bad matchup for Iowa State, mm -hmm. you know. And man, it's like that year when they when they played Baylor in the championship, mm -hmm. and they had to get through Kansas yep. in the semis, and it was like, man. If they can get through Kansas, surely they like, can beat you, Baylor. Right. It, you're like, if, if they can get through Kansas, they'll win. And they got through Kansas, and it was like everybody went into Saturday. And I know that they had to come back in that game, I think. But yeah, uh, it was just like, you, you were like confident. It's like, man, they're going to win now. Mm -hmm. you know. And I think even about that year when, um, when they beat West Virginia, mm -hmm. it was just like, man, if they just get to the championship – like they're going to win. Exactly. And cause you know, Iowa state fans are going to be there and just totally get them pumped up. Exactly. And that's kind of what I feel. I just got that feel again where mm -hmm. it's like, if they can just get to Saturday, like at that point, I feel like they're going to give themselves a pretty good shot yep. to go out and do it. Mm -hmm. And if you lose to Texas tech again, no shame in that at all. <laughs> yeah. You lose to a team. That's one of the best teams in the country. Precisely. And it is what it is. Mm -hmm.
now that I've pumped all the sunshine into the, <laughs> into the room, uh, did you have any other thoughts from Saturday? Um, well, we could talk about the whole, uh, fiasco with the fan that you wrote about today as well. Yeah. Um, man in the moment. So I was like taking video of the thing and I wasn't, I was listening to what Prome was saying. So I couldn't really, like, I didn't even, I heard him say the guy say something, but I did, didn't know what he said. Yep. And just the way Prome like got fired up all of a sudden, I was like, damn. I actually haven't watched the video yet. I need to do it. But I, I basically heard like, wasn't it from the upper deck that the guy Yeah, or something. And he, his claim. Okay. So like full disclosure, the guy called in to sound off on Sunday. And apologized. And, and I wrote, you know, I respect the fact that he acknowledged the fact that it was him mm-hmm. and said that he's sorry. I don't necessarily know who he was apologizing to. Mm. Uh, was he apologizing to everyone who got mad at him or was yeah. he apologizing to Steve Prone? See, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if it's one thing if you're just like, I'm sorry because everybody's mad at me. Yeah. Or if you're actually sorry because what you, you just, did was wrong. Yeah. Because you just went and shit on the team that you are a fan of, like in a completely unnecessary setting. Yeah. That like of all the settings, that was the absolute worst time that you should take out your aggression on Steve Prom. Right. And it's like, man, if you if you think you're gonna say something like that, then leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like it's not the time. Not mm-hmm. the time. And I don't know. I, that's what kind and of even if you're trying to be funny, like that's the worst comedic timing ever. Yeah, that's what kind of bothered me about it, is it's like, yeah, man, I don't know what the point of that is. Mm-hmm. You know? Like what do you do you feel better? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, is Steve Prone finally going to realize that he hasn't had a great end of the year? Yeah. Just because you spoke up? Well, yeah, exactly. It's like, do you think as much as you guys care, I can guarantee you that those guys care way more than you do. Yeah. And it, you know, no matter what you think you see on TV or whatever like that, or maybe to put it a different way, I can sure as hell guarantee you Steve Prohm cares a hell of a lot more than what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that the guy's livelihood is the one that's at stake at stake yeah. here. Not like yeah, your enjoyment. <laughs> and it's like, you know, you might feel bad for a couple hours. Steve Prohm Steve gonna- has to literally live in it like, yeah. and live in the people in his Twitter mentions and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, I know he gets paid a lot of money to do that, but still it's like, yeah. It, like that is still a human being. Like, Absolutely. And as much as you, like I said, as much as you guys care, as much as we care to see them be successful, I promise you that guy cares way more than what any of you guys do. Oh, and absolutely. in like a way different level mm-hmm. than what it is for you guys. Yeah. So it was definitely no, that was definitely no place for what he said. And uh, it's unfortunate that it kind of had to, that was kind of the headline that came out of the senior, uh, uh, you know, announcements and all mm-hmm. that stuff, as opposed to what, whatever the, the guy said. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's, yeah, I don't know. It's just unfortunate. Yeah. It just sucks. Cause like I said, like, man, I've, I've been around Steve Prom the last couple of weeks. I can promise you that dude doesn't seem very happy. No. Like he's, he's, he's still got, he's got all of these problems that we've obviously pointed out as fans and he's the one who actually has to try to solve them. Exactly. It's like, and we can't nothing. There's nothing that any fan can do except try and get behind him and support him, mm-hmm. you know? And that doesn't mean that you have to be like, oh, I think Steve Prohm's the greatest coach in the country. Mm-hmm. But it's like, at the end of the day, it's still your, still your team. It's Iowa State basketball. No matter who's the head coach, you want to be supportive of Iowa State right. basketball. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I... So Prohm like, did his thing where he goes off about 
seventh 21 season in eight years, going to go to the NCAA tournament, all this different kind of stuff. And then he's like, he said something about thank He like thanked the true cyclone fans that have been there with us, supporting us through the good and the bad. And to me, that's like the people that just like all of a sudden, like you just ride the the wave. And it's like the second that they lose a game or lose two games in a row, it's like, man, everybody, everybody sucks. Yeah. Everybody sucks. Coach sucks. Uh, the players suck. The media sucks. Everybody sucks. The fans suck. Mm-hmm. It's just like everybody sucks. Yeah. And everybody should be fired. You guys aren't even real fans. It's like, no, man, like you just are way too invested in this. Yeah. There's no reason for you to be th- this invested in this. It's at the end of the day, man, you know, I love basketball. You know that I love Iowa State basketball. Like I, I probably wouldn't work here if I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it, Iowa State basketball doesn't like dictate yeah. anything about my life, like in any way. Well, and and not only just associated with Iowa State basketball, but in life in general, things are never truly as good or as bad as they seem. It's it's just basketball. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. Like think about so many different things that actually matter. This is just again, it's just college athletics, right? And. At the end of the day, like if you're on the team, like that's one thing. Yeah. You it, know, it's like, again, you're living it. Yeah. But if you're just a fan, it's like, yo, man, like maybe you should just not like get that worked up about it. <laughs> you should not let your happiness be, be decided by what Iowa State basketball does and does not do. There's got to be like, there's just, I think there's some too many people out there that they don't have enough like perspective on it, you know, where it's like, this is like what they like get so invested in it that it like really dictates like how they're day goes and like how they're feeling going into a day or something like that. And I'm like, man, like, I don't, I don't know. Like I'll probably do the same thing I did yesterday. I've regardless lo- of what happens yeah. with Iowa state basketball in college, especially like it took me a long time to get over losses at some points, but I've gotten a lot better about like containing all of my emotions after the conclusion of a bad game, like uh, keeping it within 30 minutes and then I'm back to normal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of fans kind of have to get to the point where they can do that too. Yeah. I mean, when I was younger, like, high school aged, I think, man, like when Nebraska lose a football game back then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, especially if it was a, like, you know, week ruined until the next game. Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And like that, they killed me. And I rode, I like, I was ride or die, you know, living and dying on everything. And now it's like, I don't, I don't know if it's doing this job. I don't know what it is. I'm just kind of like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I this think is, this is like three hours out of my life every week. I don't yeah. like how I, there's a lot more time to spend like doing other stuff. And I do think when you become a, a journalist, you you kind of get used to you know the ups and downs of games and having to report yeah. on everything because you have, you have to maintain a, a a level of you know unbiasedness. Well, yeah, and it's just like so I I put it in perspective of just like I can't watch games anymore and get like super worked up about anything. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot for me to really get like. To act like a fan. Yeah. You know? And I think it's just because I've almost like become numb to it. Yeah. At this point, I have been in so many scenarios where you can't be that way. Yeah. That now I'm like, okay. Both overexposure know. and you, you are not supposed to be that way when you're on press row. Exactly. And so now I'm kind of just like, um, <laughs> you know, like if something yeah. happens in with 18 minutes left in the second half and it's like, man, the game I'm going to bring up in a little bit. Nebraska was down 16 yesterday with 18 minutes left in the game mm-hmm. and came back to win. Yep. It's like, you never know what can happen. Yeah, sure. You could get blown out too. But at the end of the day, it's like, there's still a lot of basketball get left. Like definitely it, until um, the final, until the final buzzer goes off nine times out of 10, you're still in the game. Yeah. And I think it was like when I was in college and playing that I kind of like had that realization. It was just, 
man, we lost so many games. <laughs> yeah. And it was frustrating to be in it. It was so frustrating to be in it, you know, but at the end of the day, a lot of times it was like, man, all right, well, we lost tonight. Like life, goes I'll on. feel bad about it for a couple hours. And then, oh yeah, we got to play another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, time to refocus. Uh, so I don't know that I went on another rant there, but that's just kind of what I've been thinking about the last couple of days. Yeah, definitely. It's like, I love the fact that people are so passionate, but at some point, you yeah. know, remember there's other there, things. There, yeah. There's other things. And there is a point where passionate beca- can become a little reckless. Yeah, exactly. Did I, did I just shit on everybody too much right there? No, I don't think so. Okay. You always think you shit on everyone, but in reality, it's just, you're, you're spitting truth. I'm just keeping it 100. Yeah, exactly. All right. You want to answer some mailbag questions? Yeah. And or, he's, or do uh, you have anything else that you want to talk about? Uh, no, that, that covered it all for okay. me too. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. We have a couple holdover mailbag questions that I pulled from a couple weeks ago. First is from Side Jeans. What is your go-to snack or dish to bring to a party? What is your favorite non-barbecue and non-buffalo wing sauce? So to start off, do you have a dish? I know like it's a little bit different because both of us are, you know, we're young guys. Does, does Bush Light count? Yeah, sure. That's okay, a, then I, I guess would, Bush I would Light. Call that a dish. Yeah, I'd say that's my that's that's your my, con- that's my your go-to. contribution to a party. Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, most of the parties that I go to aren't like potlucks. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. See, like it, uh, it, when I think of this question, it's for me. It's in terms of when I go to family gatherings. Like my wife and I are always tasked to bring the the cheese, the meat, and the crackers. Mm-hmm. So I guess that would be my answer. See, I think that the fact you have a woman in your life it, it makes you, a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for me. If I'm going to a family gathering, basically my only expectation is to just be there. Yeah. Mom and dad will take care of everything. Yeah. Just like show up. Yeah. That, like if I just show up, they're like, all right. Yeah. You did your, you did your job on this. Thing. Good job, Jared. Exactly. Uh, other than that. Uh, so yeah. So. We, and I think I took the, when we, when I was last home for Christmas, I think my contribution to the party was, was literally Bush Light. So. Oh, there you go. So you had a great Christmas party. Yeah. Bush Light was there, huh? Yeah. All right. So yeah, and in his second, his second part of that, what's your favorite non-barbecue and non-buffalo wing sauce? Man, I only eat like mild or medium buffalo. So, I, don't, I don't even like eating the other kinds. So you, you don't like any... Okay, so, so no barbecue, no buffalo. You don't like no, any I other like kinds No, bar- of- I like barbecue. And I like... I okay. mean, I, yeah, but I just eat buffalo wings. I don't eat like any other. So kind. you don't eat like ketchup or ranch or honey mustard? No, or- I, with like buffalo wings, I just eat them straight. I don't have any... Ranch, no blue cheese, no wow. that. It, so uh, I'm a hardcore, I'm a hardcore mother effort dude. Wow. All right. Burn my mouth up. I will say that for, I guess for, for sauce, I'll go with honey mustard. Like if I'm dipping something, I like honey mustard. Oh, I thought he was talking about wing sauce. No, no. He's saying what favorite non-barbecue and non-buffalo wing sauce. Oh, okay. I thought that he was talking like for, like if you're having wings and it's like you go to Buffalo Wild Wings and you look at the list. It's like, oh, which kind of sauce oh. do I want? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like some people like the Asian zing. Oh, oh yeah. You might, you might be right. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll answer it in terms of that. Um, well, I already answered out. None. Not applicable. <laughs> okay. Well, for me, it'd be Parmesan garlic. That's my, uh, okay. that's my preferred. A low key, you're talking about the sauces. Like if I was talking dipping, about dipping something. Yeah. If, I, if I'm dipping something, that's not barbecue and not buffalo. A low key thing that you would never think is good. Uh, I like usually if I was like to go to McDonald's and get chicken nuggets, I would get buffalo. Mm-hmm. What I used to do, honey, dip your chicken nuggets in honey. That is fire, dude. You know, actually, that does sound kind of good. It is delicious. Um, I'm imagining chicken nuggets dipped in honey right now because they're they're a little, they're almost like bread. In yeah, a way. 
Yeah. They're a lot like bread. It's super good, dude. Yeah. I'm dead serious. Like, try that sometime. I believe that because, I mean, I, I put honey on my on my pizza crust every now and then. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. So, there you go. All right. I'll try Just that Just a little, uh, little Cause you, hot tip for everybody. Because you can ask for honey packets from McDonald's, right? Yeah. They have cup like the... I mean, it's just like a, you know, a buffalo cup. Now, whatever. the one thing, like, I... I don't order chicken nuggets when I, when I do go to McDonald's nowadays. So that will be a bit of a shift because it's hard to turn down the McDouble and the, the McChicken order that okay. I used to get. Yeah. Uh, but I'll, I usually go back and forth between the double quarter pounder and the, and the chicken nuggets. That's, that's if I'm, if I'm not feeling those other two, that's what usually what my default is. So there you go. All right. So what else we got? Uh, second one, another food question going foodie here. Grabbed a leftover, or excuse me. BC clone asks, Grabbed a leftover waffle for a late breakfast. Maybe we'll be lunch just a bit ago. <laughs> what is your go-to addition? I like raspberry or cherry pie filling. Butter, syrup, syrup, but a different flavor than regular maple. Whipped cream. What do you put on your waffle? Man, just syrup. So you've never branched out or tried anything different? On, no, it's on not that I've never tried. I just I'm, okay. just, I'm just a syrup guy. Okay. So if you had to branch out though, like you, you were like, I can't, I can't just do syrup. I have to do something else. What would you do? Man, maybe like some cherries. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be good. And like cherries, like in like the the sauce. Yeah, like if you buy like a can of cherries, you okay, know, like with cherry filling. Yeah, like cherry pie filling. Yeah, that'd stuff. be good. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. For me, uh, growing up, I my go to breakfast for a long time was I spread peanut butter on the waffle. Oh yeah, I, that's what I do in the morning with my egos. Spread peanut butter on it, and then I put the maple syrup on top of that, Ooh. and then I sprinkle cinnamon sugar on top of that. Ooh. It's actually super good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever had it before. No, yeah, that sounds real good. Yeah. Maybe heat the syrup up a little bit. I've never done that, but that sounds like a great idea. Because then it kind of melts the peanut butter too. Yeah. Like, just put it, yeah. put it in the microwave 30 seconds, call it good. Right. There you go. I like that idea. Right. I'm about to try this. I'm, I'm getting the hankering for an Eggo waffle now. Dude, I, uh, I went to uh, the grocery store a couple of weeks ago. They had a sale on Eggo waffles. It was like six for $7. <laughs> Those are like the 12 packs? Yeah. I've Dang. been eating Eggo waffles for dude. That's basically awesome. a month, dude. Egg- on on one trip to the grocery store, Eggo waffles are a vastly underrated bachelor food. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're they're so versatile. Yeah, you know, you can do, you can you just pop them in the in the toaster and they're ready in two minutes. That's what I'm saying. You pop them in there. A lot of times, what I what I do is I'll take a shower and then I go and pop them in the toaster and then I like by the time I'm got my clothes on and everything, I go back. Nice. And I've got my Eggo waffles ready to go. It sounds efficient. Yeah. And then you just spread a little peanut butter on them. And then they're like, that's a good snack on the go. Nice little source of protein right there with the peanut butter. Or if you're going to sit down, then you throw the syrup on. It's mm-hmm. like just versatile. It's a, it's a nice, nice sit down, uh, fancy meal. Exactly. Exactly. Have you ever had the cinnamon toast ones? Uh, I think I have. Yeah. They're like the ones that kind of pull apart. Yes. Yeah. Those are a treat. Those are, those are usually a little bit more than the regular ones. Oh yeah. No, but man, I, I was thinking about this. Something that'd be really good is to have one. Excuse me. Drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> uh, you spread the peanut butter on one. You spread some jelly on another. Slap uh, them together. It's like a peanut butter and jelly with the cinnamon toast. That would be good. I like that idea. Man, you're going to have some good ideas. We're here. just out here changing the game today. We are. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll do some hot knot when we come back on Stands and Fits presented by the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State University in the Carl Chevrolet Studios on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Hey guys, it's Jared here with another message from Mechdyne. Are you looking to jumpstart your IT career or maybe you're a student looking to earn some extra cash? Well, listen up. Mechdyne is currently looking to hire both full-time and part-time IT help desk agents 
to respond to and help troubleshoot client IT technical issues. You can get your foot in the door at an awesome company with a super fun culture that I've seen firsthand with my own eyes. So go visit the career page at mechdyne.com. That's M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. Check them out today. Hey guys, it's Chris interrupting this podcast because, you know, everybody wants to know that I get it asked all the time. How can we help Cyclone Fanatic? Well, you help Cyclone Fanatic by you support our advertisers and everybody needs to be aware of eye care. I wasn't for a long time and I went to Ames Eye Care and they really helped me out. It's changed my life. I don't have headaches the way that I did. You've heard me talk about this. They're also in Des Moines at Des Moines Eye Care. And you need to think about this with your family. Get the kids checked out. Encourage the wife. Anything. Personalized eye care. Designer eyewear. I've got these sweet Maui gym glasses that I use at work all the time. People think they look awesome. They meet your whole family's vision needs at Ames and Des Moines Eye Care. Check them out today and support Cyclone Fanatic. Welcome back to Stands and Fits, presented by the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State University. Time for Hot Knot. I'll go first this week. Sounds good. My hot leading it off. Deontay Burton, no longer a two-way player. He got signed to a full NBA contract. Shout out to my guy. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Man, who knew that the only thing you had to do to get an NBA contract is get a four-minute highlight reel of you dunking in the NBA G League? Yeah, dude. That was an insane reel. And it's not... Who knew it was that easy? (laughs) That's all you had to do. And the thing is, too, you can put that together and there was maybe like one or two repeats of like of of dunks on there. Mm-hmm. Like it was all just him flat out different dunks for, you know, a few minutes, four minutes. Yeah. Four minutes of just. Hammer time. Yeah. And and plenty of those were actually when he got called up to the Thunder, too. Like Russell Westbrook got him. I uh, got a few assists on on Deontay Burton dunks. I bet he's going to play some, too. Yeah. And I think people in OKC have been like pushing for this to happen for well, I, a couple I, weeks. I saw I clicked on the the tweet that the Thunder put out, and basically all the reactions to it were like, "Finally, yeah, from Thunder fans." So good for Deontay, man. Yeah, that guy deserves it, dude. Mm. He's been such a cool story. Definitely, and he's gonna have a good career too. He's, man, it's, how crazy is it? Iowa has four guys now in the NBA on full NBA contracts. From the same team. Yep. And one more that's in the G League that probably will get a contract at some point. Yeah. And one more that's overseas making like a million and a half a year. Freaking Matt Thomas, dude. Yeah. Uh, Matt, Matt Thomas could come off the NBA as a, as a sharpshooter right now. Dude, I think, the NBA. I think he probably could have came back, but I think... He, He's making good money over there. There's he no must reason. have signed like a deal that he couldn't come back he for a did. certain period of time. But I mean, hell, if you're making a million dollars over there. Oh, yeah. Go with it. Make your money, Matt. Yeah. You know? And like he's he's a perfect EuroLeague player, too. Right. Well, and he plays a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's probably one of their best players for yep. that team. But uh yeah, it's really cool to see Deontay do that though. Mm-hmm. Just like I said, he's a cool story. Definitely. That's a guy that like grew up a lot in his time at Iowa State. Yep. Really happy for him. Um my hot this week. Oh. He's going there. It is Nebraska ball. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, so, yeah. Full disclosure, I watched the first half, and then I started playing 2K at halftime. Mm. I turned it back on. I saw they were down 16. I was like, man, F this. 
I'm done. I'm not doing it. I'm not even, so I'm not sitting here and watching this shit anymore. And I'm sitting there playing my 2K, just chilling. And then all of a sudden my phone starts blowing up. <laughs> and I'm like, it was my dad's texting me. Uh, had messages from Kirk Holland on Slack. I looked at the ones, the one my dad sent. It said, overtime, baby. And I was like, I was like what's he talking about? And then I read what Kirk said. And I was like, what? What, what, are you, what are you guys talking about? There's no way. And I don't know how. So then, obviously, I was like, well, I'm not turning it back on. I, I, I'm bad you luck. You would jinx it. Yeah, yeah, I'm bad luck. So I listened to the end on the radio. And the fact that they won that game with, like, what, they have six people? And two of their best players fouled out? Like, man, I don't know. And the fact that they did it against who they did it against. <laughs> Made it all the sweeter, dude. Yep. Yep. I just sat there. I sat there with a big old smile on my face. I was like, man, that feels good. Yeah. That feels real good. I, I didn't get to see the end of the game, but uh, have you seen highlights by chance? Uh, I saw the last play. Okay. I was going to ask you, but obviously you didn't see it, but I was going to ask if it was as bad as like Northern Iowa's collapse against Texas A&M in the tournament a few years ago. What was, how much were they up? I think they were up eight with under a minute left or something like that. Yeah. Iowa was up nine. Mm -hmm. Uh Nebraska scored 16 points in like the last minute of yeah. the game. Yep. Um, but I know they hit like back-to-back threes or something or two. I think Glenn Watson and James Palmer Jr. both hit threes. Yep. And then they were able to tie it up like right at the end. And so um, do you off the top of your head know what Nebraska's record is at this point? I want to say they're 16 and 15. Okay. So they, so they do have to win the Big, the big Ten to get into the tournament at this point? Oh, yeah. Absolutely not yeah. getting in the tournament. I knew, I knew they had gone on a slide and the whole tattoo on your butt thing was coming up. Dude, they have like, they had another guy that Amir Harris who hit the game winner in overtime. He's hurt now. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> so there's like no chance. And they played with, they played with three guys yesterday who were seniors that I don't think I'd ever really even played before. Like one of the guys had played like eight minutes in Big Ten games in his entire career and played like 30 yesterday. Mm. That... I don't stepped know. up. Just yeah, Iowa man. That the, the it's not duplicable. Like they yeah. couldn't do it again. Yeah. You know, and it and Chris and Ross were talking about this on Sports Fanatics today. It was a complete fluke, complete fluke. Like yeah. I, in no way am I like, yeah, this is something that Nebraska did. Man, they made some shots that those guys haven't made since like December. Yeah, uh, and that was basically I think James Palmer and Glenn Watson, two seniors, that were just like, we're not going out like this. Yeah, our coach isn't going to go out like this. Yeah, no kidding. So then I do have to ask, have you, have you ordered your temporary tattoos yet? Uh, man. <laughs> am, I, am I shaming you for making you think about it? Again? Uh, no, Chris and I were talking about this on Saturday. I don't think I'm going to be able to get, work my way out of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he told me he's going to start a GoFundMe for me. <laughs> okay. So I, I don't have to go pay see, for it. I, I, uh, I was wondering if you were just about to say that Chris is going to be like, oh, it's too unprofessional. I don't want you, you putting your journalistic reputation online. Oh, no, on no, or, no. He's, he's, he's like the one that's like giving me the full pressure to do it. Nice. All right. So, okay. See, I feel like if I'm going to do it, I need to get like another tattoo. Like one that's like a... Because, man, I don't want that to be my first tattoo. That's true. You know? So if you if you were going to get a tattoo, have you considered like what your real tattoo would be? Yeah, but I I probably won't wouldn't tell anybody because mm. um, it because it will also be on your butt. 
<laughs> no, that one won't would not be on my butt. Okay. But uh no. But mm. yeah. Not not pleased about that entire situation right now. Well, the good news is it's probably gonna be mostly forgot about until after basketball season's done. No, Chris is not gonna let anyone forget. Well, I mean I mean no one's gonna forget, but it we'll probably put it on the back burner until you know, all this covering Iowa State's done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it wouldn't happen. Until It'll be great off-season content. Some, it probably wouldn't happen until the summer. Mm-hmm. We'd probably make it like a whole thing. Do probably, like a video and like all kinds of stuff be, like that'd that. That'd be funny. I, I do think the deadline would have to be before next basketball season. That's the, that's definitely the <laughs> deadline. So, Man. Just saying. If they can go... I mean, we, we both know Tim Miles is going to get fired. If they can go and get like a legit coach... Mm-hmm. I might be, you know, double down. Let's do it. Yeah. Next year. No, I'm not going to. No, no, no. Mm. They got to replace everybody, dude. Man, they only got six guys right now. What do you think that they're going to do when next year? But what, okay. So if you were going to make a double down bet, like say like you want to delay it for one more year, what would your, what would your bet be? You could do it on Nebraska football. No, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing any more tattoo bets. <laughs> okay. I'm not. I'm not doing it. You got lucky by not having to do the Bill Snyder one. You kind of got. I didn't cocky. get lucky. I did not get lucky. All right, educated guess. That was a good. That was a good bet. All right, I got cocky on this one though. Mm-hmm. I will admit that. Okay. And Chris told me he was like, "You're gonna have to live the rest of your life with the agony of knowing that Barry Collier is on your butt." And I was like, <laughs> "I am already have to live the ag- with the agony of knowing that Barry Collier was Nebraska's basketball coach for the rest of my life. So like, how is it any different? I mean, another loophole in this though, that I don't, I don't know if you've considered, but you, you never said you had to get one that was like big or anything. You could get a super micro tattoo of Barry Collier on your butt. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't intend to get like a full portrait of <laughs> Barry would, Collier or you, something. You don't want his, his uh, cheek to be on one cheek and his other cheek to be on the other cheek or anything like that. His mouth is just, <laughs> yeah, I won't go there. Okay. <laughs> Yep, that's a great image in my head. Uh, but anyways, okay, I we, you know we've covered the, the tattoo thing. But so yeah, this flows nicely into my knot this week though. Okay, because your your hot flows into my knot. College basketball in Iowa is obviously not this week. Iowa had the whole Nebraska fiasco. Iowa State's obviously still been on their skid. You and I got beat in the the finale of the after being up sixteen. Up <laughs> exactly their own collapse uh, of the NPC tournament, and then obviously Drake's run got hurt by injury so much. They had like... What? They still almost won that game. They did. They, they lost on that... on that, A last second shot, basically. On that yeah. Uh, runner, yeah, from the UNI guy. So, uh, yeah, I was, I was actually rooting for Drake. I was hoping Drake would be the Cinderella of this year and just go into the NCAA tournament after winning the, the Valley, but it's too bad. Not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it sucks for Drake, man, because they just could not catch a break. No. For... Had what three, three or four? Months. Three or four like significant contributors go down. Well, yeah, you lose your best player like right off the bat in the what the first Missouri Valley game, mm-hmm. and then battle through all that. I think they'd even had somebody get hurt before that. Another one of those guys had gotten hurt like for the entire season before Nick Norton did. You lose Nick Norton, battle through that, win the league, get another guy hurt in the last game of the season to, when you clinch the league. And then you're the guy who finished second in MVC player of the year voting goes you know, down, gets hurt too. Yeah. Uh, like that, that's like bad luck that you would never even, I don't 
Like think, I don't think anybody's ever. That's never happened to anybody. No, I don't know. I mean, c- compared to back when Iowa State was, uh, say, like when they when the George Niang teams were around, it would be like losing Monte Morris, George Niang, and you know, whoever else would be the, the third best player all in the span of one se- one season. You know. Yeah. I like I said, I don't know that that has ever happened before. If it has, I, it's not very memorable. No. You know. I mean, it's like I can see one guy getting hurt, and you like. And then you just completely collapse after you lose your one guy. Mm. But when you lose one guy, okay, battle through that, win the league, lose another. Win the first game in the tournament, lose another. Like that, that doesn't happen. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's just crazy. And I know injuries happen in basketball and stuff like that. But how, how do you just have that so much injury, yeah. bad luck in such a short period of time? It's like they, they built up so much good karma. Yeah. Like, you know, overachieving that they kind of just finally it all evened out at the very end with the injuries man i don't know that guy's a good coach though oh yeah well well this, that's the thing that everyone's talking about if fran mccaffrey with his tremendous comment after going 10 and 10 in the big 10 if he deserves to stick around for longer man they made their bed with that one i know that's all i'm gonna say yeah we could we could spend <laughs> at a whole, this point we could spend uh, a whole hour talking about that but i don't know i don't I bet if he could get that back, he would not put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was probably a spur of the moment. Fran, uh, freak out. Not necessarily. He's not like physically freaking out, but like his, his brain's going over overdrive and he just says something that he didn't mean to say. Yeah. Well, what place they finish in the league? I mean, probably somewhere in the middle. I don't know. Like sixth, maybe. Was it that high at nine or 10 and 10? Yeah. I mean, they play the th- winner of the 13, 14 game. So mm. it had to have been six. Okay. Or not the, it'd be like the 12, 14. No, there's so many teams in that league. Yeah. The dude. 11, 14 game, Illinois and, uh, and so, Northwestern. So basically, so basically the good, so they've got to be the six, the good teams in the big 10 basically gobbled up all the wins then, huh? Well, yeah. And I'm Michigan state split the league. Didn't they go 16 and four? Might've been, I don't know. So I, I don't follow big 10 basketball. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So it's, it's not like anybody in Michigan's good and Purdue's good. Right. Yeah. Like there's those three teams that all could have split the league. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I mean that like, I, I'm not trying to justify what he said, but yeah. I, I think that it probably could have been worded better. I mean, in the, in the funny but what's thing he going to say? Like, this is unacceptable. Yeah. Like they did. It's not like they've been going to the tournament every year. No. I mean, it's not unacceptable. It's, it's just flat out. I would say it's mediocre. Oh yeah. And it, it was, it was and, one and of those they, things where it's like, man, I think we could have been better, you know? And, well, and they, and they won two really awesome buzzer beaters, too. Yeah. You got to think about that, though, too. Well, and it was the way that they ended, lose four straight to end the season. Yeah. Two of them were against team. I mean, one, Wisconsin, probably weren't going to win at Wisconsin anyway. But to lose to Nebraska, who had won, I think, four games since January. Mm-hmm. I mean, since the start of the new year. And uh, lose to Rutgers which then Rutgers went to Indiana yesterday and got pounded. Yep. Uh, I, that's what I think would be frustrating about it is that it's like you were, you had some games that you probably could have, that could have been 12 and eight, you know, and not 500. True. They did have some close games. Yeah. To their credit. For sure. All right. My not this week. I don't get why people steal shit for real. Like Chris got robbed last week 
And then this the thing that brought this up. So like I said, I played in the Ames League yesterday. I played in Anki League too. Mm-hmm. I'm playing with my backup basketball shoes. Uh, what happened is that my roommate and I went to the grocery store after I had played basketball one day. And my basketball shoes were in his truck. And we were getting all of our stuff out. And I had left my bag with my basketball shoes in the truck. I was like, okay, I'll come back. He did not lock the truck. Mm-hmm. Didn't think anything of it. Thought we were going to come right back. Mm-hmm. Ended up, we got caught up. It was maybe 20 minutes. Come back. My basketball shoes got stolen out of the parking lot of my apartment complex. That sucks, dude. And I want to just know, the one thing I do want to know about that, like, I think this is kind of funny, is it's, a, it's like somebody grabbed that bag and they're like, yeah, we got some basketball shoes. And then they got home, opened them up, pulled the shoes out, and they're size 16. And it's like, what yeah. are you going to do with them? I mean, at this point, you just got to like, look on Craigslist or eBay and see if you can find your shoes being sold, I would think. They're brand new, too. That's what makes me mad, is I bought those like two weeks before they got taken. Yeah. And I'm like, like I said, it's like one thing, you know, if I wore 12s, it's like anybody could wear, you know, they're like a, just an average size, something that most people could probably wear. Mm. And I'm like, man... I wear size 16s. It's hard to get basketball shoes, especially in a, like a, I got them at like the Nike outlet. Yeah. It's hard to find shoes like that. And when I find a pair that I like and they get taken, man, that makes me so mad. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, what, like what, what's gotta be wrong with you yeah. to like do that to somebody. And it's real crappy that people do stuff like that. <laughs> don't steal things. People out there. Yeah. I don't, I would like to think that the fanatics are better than that. If you're a thief listening to this, just know that. And you if you took we- my shoes, <laughs> That would be the ultimate slap in the face if someone who listened to this right now took your shoes. If you took my shoes and you still got them, give them, I, back. Give them back to me. And you know what? We'll figure out a way to make it even. Like, and it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be cool. Maybe, maybe Jared will let you do the tattoo on his butt. Well, <laughs> no, maybe I'll make him get the tattoo. Ooh. Uh, yeah. As restitution for stealing my shoes. They can be, they can be twin tattoos. Yeah. Hey, there we go. Yeah. He can get half of Barry College face. I'll get the other half. There you go. And when you go cheek to cheek, then it'll make the full face. Right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. But no, that, so then I played in that game yesterday and I was wearing these, they're my old shoes, which they're basically, so I had like the Kevin Durant's. Mm. I just like those shoes. Humble brag. No, I, the, I, I just said <laughs> I bought them at the Nike outlet, man. Uh, it's, they're like the older ones, mm. the ones that probably nobody bought. So, yep. And why would anybody want to wear that snake shoes anyway? I only do because I can get them for cheap. But uh, And they always had my size for some reason. Yep. But uh, the reason that I went and got these new ones that also were Kevin Durant's, like they were the new one, like the step newer, mm-hmm. was that one of the... So they've got the Air Max mm-hmm. kind of, but it's not like the... You know, like you look at some of the Air Maxes and like you can really see like the bubbles in it. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. It's like the the skinny ones. And at the front like in the arch of the shoe, the bubbles like popped uh, or like they got punctured or something. Mm -hmm. So then the support like started to go out of the front of the shoe, Mm -hmm. but it was still good in the back. So I was like, all right, you know, I can live with it. Yeah. For now until I can get another pair of shoes whenever that would possibly be. And uh, so I was playing in one game yesterday, halfway through the first game, another one of the bubbles popped in the back. (laughs) So I just like I went up and like got a rebound and came down and I just felt my entire shoe like my foot like drop all the way down to like the sole of 
the shoe and there's like no support in the shoe whatsoever. Yeah. So then I'm like, man, right. yeah. Every step that I took, I, it just felt like I was walking on like a uh, brick. Yeah. And uh, played the rest of the game like that. Foot didn't feel great. No, I would not think so. Then I remembered I had to play another game. Oh, no. On the linoleum floor at the Ankeny Elementary School uh, where they play course. the Ankeny League. Yep. My foot did not feel good mm. at, at the end of that game. And I think it gave me shin splints now in, oh, no. in my left leg. So you got to get new shoes ASAP. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm pissed, man. So in a way, you were the, the Zion Williamson of the Ames Rec League. Yeah, uh, I was looking at shoes today and I saw the Paul Georges and I sent picture to Ryan and I was like, man, I should get, I should get these so that then first day I can blow them, blow out. them out and <laughs> everybody will be blown away by my, uh, my yeah. explosiveness. Yeah. Your athleticism. And then I'll have, to, and then I'll realize that now I have to buy another hundred, hundred dollar pair of shoes. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's just like in a roundabout way, not only did they take my shoes, they gave me shin splints. That's true. You know, they double dipped on the, on the crappy. Right. Video. They don't even know the impact that they've made on my personal health. Well, if they're listening right now, now they do. Makes me mad, dude. I don't blame you. All right. Well, how, we? how are you guys doing in the league? Uh, well, we just finished six and four. Okay. I think we locked up the five seed, I want to say. Okay. But I think we get a rematch of the team we just played who beat us. And they, we should have beat them. We just shot like crap. So, yeah, we, uh, I, think, I think we went seven and three. I don't know. We're probably one of the top three or four seeds, but nice. Uh, one of the final score of our game was last night. What? 92 to 26. Holy crap, dude. Yeah. Like, is, was the other team just like, should have been playing in our league? <laughs> Let me put it to you this way. We played the first 10 minutes of the game with four people. And we were up 17 to four when oh, our fifth player got there. My gosh. I don't know. You know, like respect to those guys, like wanting to play the game, like have fun and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's cool. And I don't know. Maybe they just didn't know like what they were signing up for. Mm. Are they, are I, they, I don't know what possessed these guys to be like, yeah, we, we belong in the A-League. Do you know what their record is? <laughs> if they're not 0-10, I mean, they've got to be 1-9. Yeah. And I don't know who they would have beat. Like I said, they scored four points in 10 minutes. We had four people on the floor. That's so bad. Yeah. I bet we could have put up a better fight than those guys. Oh, most anybody could have put up a better fight than they did to yeah. be complete i walked half the game because i was so pissed about my shoes yeah my feet hurt so well, bad if you're, if you're up 70 points then there's no reason well yeah it's, it's like at what point <laughs> i it, i literally te- like we were texting in our group chat after i was like man that was a waste of everybody's time now my legs just hurt really bad yep dude well yeah if playoffs are coming up this sunday then you got to get those shoes before then well yeah since i'm gonna have so much time to do that in the next you five are. days hey when you're in kansas city you're just going to be down there in the shoe haven. Well, and what sucks too is that like to get those shoes, I, it has to just be like a perfect storm of yeah. where I happen to be in West Des Moines to go to the Nike outlet and happen to, there happens to be a pair in my size. Well, is, is it, uh, have you ever like online shop for shoes? Yeah. They're just so much more expensive though. Are they? Yeah. Hmm. And well, I like going there cause I can get a hundred dollar pair of shoes for 70 bucks. That's true. You can't get discounted, obviously. That's like if really I look on that. East Bay, like I could get the new LeBrons in yeah. size 16. They're going to cost me 200 bucks, mm-hmm. you know, or I could get like a pair of hyper dunks or something like that, but then they're going to be the ones that fall apart in after a couple games. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's a rough life, dude. Yeah. Y'all don't understand. I don't, I haven't had my basketball shoes stolen. 
or you haven't been had to wear size 16 shoes either. That too. There's so many levels that your life is so much harder than mine currently. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to get a Barry Collier tattoo on your ass. Yes. That's probably the one I'm most happy that I don't have to do. So. I, just, I don't know. All right. Well, what do you say? What do you say? We uh, wrap up the podcast with a couple. Would you rather? Let's do it. All right. So I'm just on the on the Reddit. Would you rather uh, site right now? Damn, I didn't know Reddit had a would you rather. I guess it. I guess Reddit has everything. <laughs> it though. does. Uh, so I figured I'd go through the all the top all time. See if there's any good ones. Um. Let's see. <laughs> I feel like they're not probably censored for the most part. That's the thing. I'm running to a, a few that are definitely not safe for the podcast. <laughs> um, okay, here's, here's one. We might have addressed something like this in the past, but I, I think we should, uh, we should go ahead and do it. Would you rather be the smartest person in the world or the stupidest person in the world? But in both scenarios, you have the same level of intelligence you have right now. So it's not like you're super, super like stupid. You're you're the same, Jared. Yeah. But everyone's smarter than you or everyone's stupider than you. Man. Uh see, I don't I feel like I'm probably like generally above like above average intelligence. I'd like to think we all are. Yeah. But it's definitely well, not the case for a lot of people. All of us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't no, I'm just saying, like, if you looked at the general population of the human society right now, like mm. I think that both of us, you could say it's like we're probably on not by no means are we in the 90th percentile, but we might be in the 60th or 70th. Yeah. You know, I like to think I'm on the downslope of the bell curve on the on the right side. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. we're by no means are we geniuses or anything like that. But like we're we're not idiots either. Yeah. You know, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, like loosely using the word yeah. uh, idiot. We're probably idiots on some level, but uh, man. Cause like, so in that, to put that into perspective, if you were the smartest, like think how stupid everybody would be, you know, mm. that's the thing. Like how, how productive would society be? If oh, it would. Everyone's oh, dumber it would, than no, me. No, it would not. There would be a lot of technological advances that, that would not be taking place. Yeah. See, well, that's the thing. Like, I, I feel like I'd rather be the dumbest because at least if I'm the dumbest, then everyone, like the world would be so much better. Yeah. Like you think about like just society in general, everyone's smarter and can get along. I'd be perfectly fine with being the stupidest person in, in the world. If it meant that like, if man, I feel like if everybody's that smart though, that'd be a little dangerous. The thing is like, cause there'd be a lot, you feel like, I feel like there'd be a lot more egos. There'd be a lot of egos dueling for, you know, the crown. That's what you wonder. But at the same time, do like you think how smart the smartest person would be at that point? I mean, that's true. But maybe, maybe, I mean, there could be a lot of smart people but maybe they're not that much smarter than you. Maybe everyone's just a little bit smarter than you. So then really everybody's just a little, like basically it's more evened. It out. could be. It depends on how you look at it. There could be some super smart people, but at the same time, it could just be a ton of people who are moderately smarter than you. Because that's what I'm saying. It's almost like if, you know, they say you only use what, like 10% of your brain mm -hmm. or something. So say the top person uses 75% of their brain. I think what they could do, you know, and you still only get to use 10. I mean, you'd still be pretty smart, but that guy's working with a lot, like a, yeah. a lot bigger equipment than you are. Yeah. You know? And yeah. Okay. I, I definitely think I'd rather be the stupidest person. If you were given an opportunity to be able to use more of your brain, do you think you would do it? Yeah. 
Do you, do you not think he would? Have you seen the movie Limitless? Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Is the it, one with uh, with uh, Bradley Cooper? No, I've, I thought you were going to go to the one with uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson in it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's that, kind, that, I mean, that was kind of the same premise, but... Yeah, but... No, I, I have not seen the one with Bradley Cooper, no. Yeah, that one's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, it depends on how much more of my brain and what, what abilities would it unlock. I don't think you would even know. Well, I mean, we like nobody knows. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it because I don't think that we can even fathom possibly. Like, you have to wonder, like, at some point in the future, are they going to come up with technology that will that will quote unquote open up other parts of? Your oh, life? absolutely. Yeah, I mean, on, on some levels, you can say that certain types of drugs do that. I think you'd be crazy, dude. Yeah, to be completely honest. Yeah, or at least people would think that you're crazy, yeah. just because you'd probably be on such a different wavelength from everybody else. That you might be super smart, but it's like everybody kind of just be like, "He's crazy." Yeah, that guy's just—he's like <laughs> loony. That guy's just a lunatic. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do one more. Would you rather have a shower that keeps you clean for seven days from one shower, mm-hmm. or a bed that gives you a full night's rest in one hour? <sighs> Man, I'd probably rather have. The- <laughs> That's tough because like, I like to take showers. Mm. You know. So like the idea of not taking a shower for seven days, like that would kind of stink. I don't know. I, yeah. like, I like my shower time. It's, it's a time of reflection. Yeah. Slowing everything down, just feeling the water all over you. But yeah. the other thing is if you only slept for an hour every night. Think about all the hours you'd be able to do other stuff. Yeah. But what are you going to do like in the hours? Be- I mean, think about if you're up at three o'clock in the morning, nobody's awake. Dude, you know, I just, I just be, I don't know what I would do. I would I'd, probably do nothing productive. I do. I dedicate all my time to running a dynasty mode on NBA 2K. Or <laughs> my career. Yeah. My career. Just grind go. on your, my career player. Yeah. Honestly, that's probably what it would be. I, if I had an extra, say seven hours to do with every day, I'd probably just dedicate half, at least half of those to video games. But yeah. I feel like if I was awake for 23 hours a day and I was rested, mm. I'd probably just, Yeah. I don't know what I would do with my extra hours that I would have. Yeah. Because I don't sleep that much already to start with. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you, you make a good point that there were so many other people, if this is a one, one bed thing, would be asleep during that time. Mm-hmm. Technically, I guess you could do business with people overseas or something at that time. I would potentially rent out my bed. Mm. Uh, you could monetize it. That's what I'm saying. That's true. Yeah. If you want an awesome good night's sleep, just sleep on my bed and pay me thousand dollars to do it <laughs> that sounds dangerous taken out of context true <laughs> yeah yeah think about if, if that was a craigslist ad what would your reaction be i'd be like oh that guy's gonna murder me in my sleep yeah or uh the police would probably be at your door thinking that you're running some sort of prostitution ring that's true on the other hand you could list it on uh, uh airbnb and like everyone would give you like for, but you only get it for an hour yeah you only get it for only hour hour time periods for rental but after your hours up, then you can come kick it with me from like, you know, three to <laughs> yeah. seven or eight yeah. whenever I've got to go to work. Yeah. We'll serve tea and crumpets. Yeah. There we, you go. We can play 2K. Yep. Sounds like a good plan. There we go. All right. Uh, safe travels to everybody heading down to Kansas City this week. Uh, if you see me or Chris out and about, come say what's up. I don't know how much we'll be out and about, but if you do see us, come say what's up. Have a good rest of the week. Fitzy. Thanks. You're not going to Kansas City, are you? Not this year. Uh, who else do I think? Thanks to everybody at the professional MBA program at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. Thanks to Carl Chevrolet. Uh, thanks for listening. 
Beat the Bears. Peace. Peace.